Paul Bryce is with us. Problems for England, a nine-wicket defeat for the reigning World Cup champions in 50-over cricket. They also hold the T20 title for the record. Paul Bryce has stayed up nice and late to talk to us about it. Uh, good morning, Paul. Good morning. Maybe not a good morning, Paul, with the result overnight. What happened to your uh, your England cricket team? Well, I think they're trying to uh, work that one out still, and uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, you, you play your best cricket when it really matters at the end of the tournament. You certainly won't lose it after one game. And, of course, this, this thing does, does go on a little bit, you might say, nearly two months long, this tournament. So, yeah, um, it was a sluggish performance, I think you'd describe it as. There were a lot of guys got in um, and then got out. No surprises for me that um, Joe Root, the standout for me, top scored. Um, and then the pitch flattened out and... There it was, you know, New Zealand, credit to them. They'll see it very much as payback, not just for what happened four years ago, but the fact they've just recently lost a one-day series um, in England. Um, so they'll, they'll see that. It's quite a sweet victory, I would imagine. Yeah, not too many bowlers uh, impressed, did they? I mean, Wood going for 55 off his five. But it looks, uh, Paul, we were just discussing it, that it uh, we've seen a bit of a trend over there that they win the toss and bowl and with the Jew and everything, it seems a little bit easier batting second up. No doubt about it. And Josh Butler himself said they would have bowled themselves had they won the toss. So, you know, it could we could easily be talking about an English nine-wicket win um, if, if that had been the case. And I think more concerning, uh, really, was the quality of the field. Um, generally, uh, there were a couple of occasions where in the England batting innings that the New Zealanders was diving around and the field just seemed to come up underneath them and given that this this pitch is this ground is supposed to hold the final plus India against Pakistan it wasn't a good look no it wasn't uh, and the crowd as we mentioned not great either so a few issues to iron out early in the tournament for the BCCI uh, better news in the rugby world cup Paul perhaps that's where your focus is at the moment uh, with England having a good campaign well, it's certainly towards the sharper end of the tournament, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, England's England primed and uh, and ready to go. Whether they go through as group winners, they should, uh, but that does remain to be seen. Um, the, the interest in terms of um, a closer contest in the pool stages goes, uh, excuse me, goes to um, Wales. Wales looking forward, obviously, to going forward with. Who knows, possibly Australia. They gave themselves just that chance, did they not, with the win over Portugal. Uh, and then the big one, really. Scotland against Ireland. Who's got the win there? You'd imagine Ireland. But Scotland will have a puncher's chance um, going in off the back of that game. And it's really between those three teams in terms of who will go through with South Africa um, to out of that particular pool as we hit the business end. You know, New Zealand have already done it with a comprehensive win that of course we expected over Uruguay um, though the Uruguayans made it difficult for the All Blacks tonight took them 20 minutes to score their first try having had at least three ruled out for, for varying reasons um, and uh, once they got going though, that was it for the All Blacks and they're going to take their place alone in the quarterfinals All right, EPL continues tomorrow and uh, one of the first games is going to be Tottenham and I mean, everybody just can't wait to see Tottenham play at the moment. They're taking on Luton. You would think that maybe they should have a, have a win there. But um, yeah, how have you seen Tottenham and Ange? It's, it's just, it just continues to, to gain momentum. This group. Well, as you say, uh, they're the team to watch. Everybody, the hottest ticket in town. And as you say, uh, 
you'd imagine a, a fairly straightforward three points um, away to Luton Town, who uh, would have felt that they had a, a bit of a chance in the week with that rearranged game against Burnley and Burnley coming out uh, with that splendid goal to, to beat them two goals to one at home. So really not going for Luton at the moment. Tottenham, really, that um, they are the team. And, you know, there's still a lot of talk after their previous game with Liverpool. That's another story for uh, another uh, several shows, I would think, to talk about the ruminations on that. Um, game of the weekend, I suppose, has to be the late game. Arsenal against Manchester City. Um, both being slightly frustrated um, in the week. Arsenal losing to Lens in Europe and Manchester City getting the job done uh, in Germany, but only just. They certainly weren't convincing but still coming out with a three goals to one win. Plenty of football. Uh, as the new season is well underway, Paul Bryce is with us, UK sport correspondent. Um, did you see the, the, the singing of, of Ange, Paul? Um, uh, well, um, I'm loving Ange instead to the tune of Robbie Williams. Paul and then the Fonz, uh, Henry Winkler, one of the great actors in Hollywood history, pops up and a little message to Ange as well. Uh, as, Paul, as Wayne mentioned, he's winning admirers everywhere. He's brilliant. You can't keep him out of the out of the headlines, can you? Really? And um, no, he's he's a really good fit there. I think I think as I said at the time, there was a little bit of a surprise that he maybe got the gig in North London, but um, he put a lot of people wrong. Not that he ever had to, because he did decent track record all the same. But uh, yeah, he's certainly going down a storm in North London. Paul, uh, the county championship wrapped up after we spoke to you last week. I think the final day was the, the night after we spoke to you. And I'm sorry, champions, um, but how did it all finish up, the machinations of promotion and, and relegation, Division 1 and Division 2? Well, it's quite interesting that both the champions and the runners-up in Division 1 lost their games. Um, uh, Surrey losing to Hampshire um, and Essex losing to relegated North Hans, um, saving their best performance for last, I guess, the... Uh, the pressure was off, so well done to North Hans for that win. And um, as I mentioned last week, Middlesex were favourites to go down, and go down they did. But uh, what a finish it was to that game at Trent Bridge. Um, a very generous declaration allowed Nottinghamshire to uh, to go and win that game. And one, for two, uh, one for 106, chasing 207. You'd have thought Nottinghamshire would have cruised it. As it is... They only won it by two wickets with 16 balls to spare. Uh, and what a way to finish for Jake Ball, 15 years a pro at Trent Bridge, and his last act was to win the game for Knotts. Uh, that all happened on the same day that Stuart Broad had the Radcliffe, uh, the pavilion end at Trent Bridge named after him. So uh, the two leading wicket takers in England uh, for Test cricket have both got ends named after them at, at their respective home grounds. And I think a fitting tribute given the summer that we've had. Um, so the only real issue on that last day was the relegation. Kent staying up by virtue of Middlesex's relegation, that completing the set with Durham and Worcestershire coming up from Division 2. Gee, Middlesex, that's a, a pretty tough season for the London-based side. Uh, to be in Division 2, that wouldn't have gone down too well at cricket headquarters. Well, they've been a yo-yo county for, for a number of seasons now. And of course, they won the title back in 2016 and, and ever since then they've they've been up and down and, and now they're back down again and, and there just doesn't seem to be a great deal of stability um, that at that particular club it's, it's the polar opposite really I suppose of what's happening across the river at the Oval where 
Surrey, in fact, became the first team since Yorkshire in 2014-15 to go back-to-back. And if they do it again next year, it'll be the first time since the 60s to get three titles in a row. The last uh, great Yorkshire side of 1968, they were the last team to do that. Now, Paul, before we go, uh, we had two great grand finals on Sport FM last weekend. Uh, the NRS coverage of the AFL grand final won by Collingwood and the 2GB coverage of the NRL Premiership won by the Panthers. Three in a row, and what a magnificent comeback it was. I'm sure you would have heard uh, the calls of those. What a great finish to the respective football seasons here in Australia. Heard them both, indeed, and excellent coverage. And, uh, yes, um, I, I suppose you could say that... Uh, that they were equally great in, in their own way with a, a little bit of comeback win. It certainly looked at one point um, as if both Brisbane sides would, would maybe have a squeak of winning um, winning the respective finals. So how they must be feeling up in south-east Queensland, I don't quite know at the moment with both their their major teams going for it. But, uh, yeah, very enjoyable and really typifies both seasons. We had some great games in both codes this year and um, what a lovely way to finish it all off. Hey, how's the weather, Paul? Is the, uh, has the cold set in there in the UK or still a bit of lingering sunshine? Well, it's lingering at the moment. I think we're up to about 24, 25 this weekend, and uh, it's certainly getting a little bit damper, uh, no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, when it does drop that temperature, you can certainly feel a, a bit of a nip in the air, and the season's certainly on the turn. So, uh, yeah, autumn, here we come. Paul, we'll, uh, we'll let you get some shut-eye. Thanks for taking our call, as always, on a Friday morning and chatting the latest sport out of the UK. Have a great weekend. Absolute pleasure. Enjoy the golf, enjoy the cricket, and I'll catch you next week. Paul Bryce, we shall. Thank you to Paul for his time, as always, here on Sports Breakfast.